I'm Dr. Fred Silva of Arcana Laboratories, coming to you from Little Rock, Arkansas, with another installment of Throwback Thursday. Serendipity, finding something extra renal with a renal biopsy, or finding something you're not looking for. There is a cartoon with an oil well drilling for oil and a bunch of fish, I know this is unlikely, come sprouting out of the top of the oil well. And the petroleum engineer says, well, I wasn't expecting that. Sometimes you find something you're not looking for, and that goes for a renal biopsy too. It may sometimes tell you something important about other organs than the kidney. Here are some examples, although there are a great many systemic diseases or non-renal diseases that one can suspect from a renal biopsy. Number one, infection. The great young, to me, renal pathologist Dr. Sammy Nasser went at Columbia with Drs. Degati, Markowitz, Stokes, and others, published an important paper on diabetics who had a proliferative glomerulonephritis and IgA deposition. These patients had infections, often staph aureus or MRSA, and sometimes alcohol abuse. Infections have been long known to be associated with proliferative glomerulonephritis with immune deposits, but the various sites the infection can be in, the type of infection, and actually its hiding places can be amazing. Dr. Pat Walker always suggests that there can be hidden sites with severe complications in places one doesn't want to miss, such as endocarditis, mouth-jaw abscesses, deep-seated abscesses, line abscesses, and even infections on the bottom of the feet, especially in diabetics who may have lost the pain sensors of a normal foot. When in doubt, I've been told that infectious disease specialists need to be consulted in such cases. It was interesting that in the 1970s, a number of prominent physicians indicated that the war on infection was just about over, that is, one. Well, those days are long gone. We are in a constant arms race with various infections and our ability to treat. By the way, the term post-infectious glomerulonephritis has been supplanted by the term infection-associated or infection-related glomerulonephritis since the infection may not be past or post. Number two, cholesterol emboli. These cingulate cleft-like spaces in the lumens intima of arteries may be quite easy to miss. Cholesterol emboli are not only seen in patients with recent surgeries or those patients on anticoagulants, but sometimes are idiopathic, only suggesting that there are complicated plaques somewhere in the arterial systems. The classic signs of skin fingernail lesions, low complement, eosinophilia, and so on are not often present and may be overlooked. Number three, plasma cell dyscrasias, metabolic disorders, genetic defects, which may involve a number of organs in addition to the kidneys are important for renal and non-renal reasons to diagnose and detect. These are so classic in their morphologic, immunologic, and ultrastructural presentations that I will not go into these further. However, to stress that organs in addition to the kidney may not be known to be due to diseases found in the renal biopsy. Thus, to consider the systemic 
or widespread effects or ramifications that may be found in patients with certain renal diseases. One should always ask if the renal biopsy betrays disease elsewhere. Number four, autoimmune diseases. In addition to finding changes in the kidney suggestive of SLE, Sjogren's, mixed connective tissue, and so on, there are a number of findings that might suggest one is dealing with an undiagnosed autoimmune disease. The widespread distribution of immune deposits in not only the glomerular mesangial and peripheral glomerular capillaries, but also along Bowman's capsule, blood vessels, and especially tubular basement membranes suggests that autoantibodies, or a number of autoantibodies, are present in the patient's circulation. Thus, a workup of the body for an autoimmune disease can be considered. Number five, a number of renal diseases that have implications or ramifications for disorders, diseases of non-renal organs include just about every disorder in the table of contents of any renal pathology textbook. As patients get older and older, multisystem diseases seem to be on the rise, and when possible, we should always remember Occam and Occam's razor, the law of parsimony, entities are not to be multiplied beyond necessity, or keep it simple, and try to wrap several diagnoses together in a uniform overall diagnosis. However, as Einstein once said, quote, try to keep things as simple as possible, but not simpler than they really are. Or as Mencken said, an answer that is simple and satisfying is great, but it is usually wrong, or something like that. Thus, consider when looking at a renal biopsy whether there are implications for any of the less important to us, other organs, or has systemic ramifications. Thank you for listening. This podcast and more can be found in the iTunes and Google Play stores. For more information and educational programming like this, follow us on Facebook and Twitter, or visit us on the web at arcanalabs.com.